Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. You know our trusted partner TireRack.com for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Vredestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The Volume. The Three and Out Podcast with me, John Middlecoff, is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Great odds and markets for baseball, the NBA, NHL, PGA Tour, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. America's number one sportsbook. Very easy to use. Safe and secure. You get your winnings fast. I cannot recommend it enough. Love gambling with FanDuel. If you are a new Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code COLIN so they know we sent you. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, 3 and Out Podcast. Hope everyone's doing good. Hope everyone is uh, getting ready for this Labor Day weekend. The start of college football. Can't wait. Wish, you know, there were some better games, but if you're listening to this on Thursday, you know, probably the biggest game of the night, Cal Poly Fresno State. Your man might have a couple degrees from a couple of the elite state schools out west, you know? Uh, I like Fresno State big, but it's just an exciting weekend. I'm headed to Nashville. I'm recording this on about Wednesday afternoon. So a lot of waiver claims and Alex Leatherwood and Nate Sudfeld and You know, not much craziness is going on, so I thought what I'd do, because you got to get a little content out there. You got to, you can't just stop, you know, so we're doing a little mailbag. And at John Middlecoff is the Instagram, fire in those DMs, and I'm just going to unload some uh, mailbag questions here. And the game plan, so if this comes out probably Thursday, maybe Friday, I'm not quite sure, we will start fresh 
for the football season. I'll have my next podcast be out Tuesday. So we'll have kind of like a start of the season. Tuesday podcast. Hell, might do a Wednesday podcast. We'll definitely have a podcast on Friday reacting to the Rams. Bills, week one of the NFL season, baby. Listen on Collins' feed. Make sure you subscribe to the three and out feed. Would appreciate that. And uh, let me sip my coffee and let's roll. Been listening to you since you started with the volume. Love the insight. I'm a longtime Bears fan and saw they picked up former Raiders first-round pick Alex Leatherwood off waivers today. When you pick someone off waivers, you take on their whole contract, correct? Would that mean if Leatherwood pans out, the Bills could use the fifth-year option on him? Or is that gone now that he's been cut? Yes. So when you... A lot of times the reason guys slide through waivers, especially higher draft picks, is because people don't want the contract. So the Bears claiming Alex Leatherwood, they just take on, and now the Raiders are kind of bailed out, they take on that contract. Now, obviously, because he was a first-round pick, the bonus money for whatever his original signing bonus was, the Raiders have already paid that. So you're just on the hook for the remaining guaranteed money of this year and then two more years, and then if he's any good, you can pick up his fifth-year option. Uh, I think the question mark with him is just he's not good enough, at least so far, to play right tackle, but he's not very good at guard. I mean, he was he was really bad for the Raiders. Uh, now, sometimes a guy like him, a new administration comes in. To me, it's pretty crazy. It's Honestly, I, I tweeted this out. When is the last time non-injury or non-crime, like uh, a, a top 20 pick was not on the team that just drafted him the following year? Because a lot of times, even when uh, a new administration comes in, they mess with a top 20 pick at least for a year. But yeah, it's pretty crazy. Now, he was a polarizing pick when Gruden and Mayock made it. But yeah, I mean, I... I I don't see why you guys wouldn't take a flyer. While you are in Nashville, if you're looking for a coffee shop with the best vibe in the city, check out Frothy Monkeys, location at 12th South. It is converted craftsman home. Service is excellent. Uh, As a longtime Nashvillian, I hope you enjoy your stay here. It's hard not to have a great time. Yeah, I think I'll do all right. Mailbag question. The Pats at Steelers on the week two line is up to Pats minus one and a half. My friend and I have a strong disagreement on this. The line is saying that the Pats are three-point better on a neutral field and and one-and-a-half for home field. While Pittsburgh has its issue, the O-line and Trubisky isn't very good. Pitt has great weapons. Uh, And New England always has a solid run game, and Mack is better than Trubisky. But how much better? Additionally, the Pats have this weird situation with their OC spot going on and nobody confident in their offense at all. Pittsburgh would also have the best player on the field in T.J. Watt, while I'm a big Belichick guy, I can't believe Pitt wouldn't be a slight favorite or at least a pick at home. Who would you take in Pittsburgh? Yeah, I mean, I'd take the Steelers. I mean, what, what are we talking about? Uh, I also have a little struggle with such an unknown like the Pats and even the Steelers on a look-ahead line. As of recording this, Tomlin hasn't announced his quarterback. I have, I, I'm interested in that week one Miami... Uh, New England game, like what do the Pats look like? I think the week two line with two teams like this with a quarterback unknown and a coordinator unknown, even though we know the Patriots are going to run it, I think I, I, my gambling advice would be like I'd hesitate. 
unless you just love the Steelers. Because I'm with you. The Steelers should be favored in that game, but that's a little weird. And anytime lines are weird, red flag them and be careful. Because Vegas knows what they're doing. Trust me, I <laughs> know. Give them a lot of money. What are your thoughts on Howie getting Gardner Johnson? Would you say he's the most aggressive GM in the NFL? Do you believe in a league that's as competitive as the NFL? You need to be this aggressive. I'd be lying if I had a scouting report on this guy. I mean, just reading, clearly a starting corner. Uh, he could not come to an agreement with the Saints. Howie, listen, when I worked for him a decade ago and up until now, he has peddled to the freaking metal. Every day is full tilt. So, yeah, is he the most aggressive GM in the NFL? Fuck yeah, he is. I mean, he is, to me, well, you could argue less need in the Rams, but I think Howie is just a born deal maker. That's what he hangs his hat on, is doing deals, finding value, and it looked like they didn't even give up. Did they give him a fifth-round pick? Is that what I read? Um, but again, I, I haven't, I didn't watch that much Saints football last year, and I didn't, I've been busy having texted in my buddies with the Eagles to find out what his deal is. Clearly, it looks like a pretty good deal. You know, Big fan of the pod. Last week, Colin said that Joe Burrow is a legend, while Herbert is just a talented player. McAfee also said that you can't put Burrow and Herbert on the same tier because Herbert did more with a team that is much worse on paper. What do you think Herbert needs to do, seen by a public as being on the same level as Burrow? Do you think it'll be hard for Herbert to get the credit with the good on how good the Chargers roster is this year? Well, anytime that you go to the Super Bowl with the Bengals, you're going to get a lot of credit. Here's the other thing with Burrow. He was the best player on one of the best college teams we've ever seen. So within a three-year span, he takes LSU to the national championship, and let's face it, kicks the shit out of everybody. And then a couple years later, he takes the Bengals to the Super Bowl and was winning and beat Mahomes on the road. So there are just things that he's got on his resume that like you can know a good looking guy who's dated a lot of beautiful women. It's hard to go toe to toe with like George Clooney. You know, he's just going to have, I mean, it's just not on the same level. Like there is nothing Herbert, Herbert's won a Rose Bowl. It doesn't sniff beating Alabama and winning a national championship, right? It just doesn't beat nothing Herbert has done in the NFL. Not necessarily a fault of his own. Brandon Staley, terrible coach last year. Chargers, you know, mediocre franchise. Like, you can tell me, well, the Bengals mediocre franchise. Are they really? Look at the last 15 years. A lot of wins. They went to the playoffs a lot. Well, John, they never won a playoff game. They were going there all the time. Hosted a lot of playoff games. Like, not everyone's winning playoff games. Chargers, I think, have gone to the playoffs one time in nine years. Think how many times the Bengals went to the playoffs with Andy Dalton and Marvin Lewis. And now this year with Burrow. I'm not trying to diminish anything with Burrow, but I think Herbert is a star, an absolute star. But there's nothing on his resume that you can compare to Burrow beside touchdown passes. I mean, it's just, there's nothing you can say, which sometimes it's okay. Let I always like, let things play out. It's like, is Steph Curry, he's got like five more years left in his career. Do we need to like, well, he's a top, he's the 12th best player of all time. What if he wins two more championships? Can we just take a deep breath? What is Patrick Mahomes? I don't know. He's 27 years old. If he stays healthy and eats right, he could have a 15-more-year career. Can we just let some things play out? But I agree. Burrow is a legend right now. 
He won a national championship at LSU. Instant legend. He went to the Super Bowl in year two after blowing out his knee. That's pretty legendary. Member of Bill's Mafia and enjoy anything fantasy football. You seem well-connected with the Niners, and I'm interested in how their backfield will shape out. I think it's fair to say the 49ers will lean on the run this year, barring injuries. Will Elijah Mitchell get the most carries this season? Seems like the 49ers have four competent running backs along with Debo and Trey to run the ball, so wondering who you might get with the most carries. I would struggle in fantasy football terms to go all in on a Niners running back. On any given game, Kyle demands these guys take a million hits and run downhill, so they get hurt a lot. He goes through running backs like me and you go through bottles of water. So I I would, I don't know, I, I you can't say. Elijah Mitchell is their best player, but he's already hurt. You know, Jeff Wilson Jr. could have like two straight games where he gets a total of four touchdowns. And then you don't really see him for another month. Who knows what Debo will carry? There's just too many unknowns. I would not, like, you look at the Vikings, like, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson are scoring touchdowns. 49ers, like, I don't know. Kittle could have two or he could have seven. Elijah Mitchell could have 10 or he could have three. Just have, I just, I don't trust the, uh, th- there's a lot of equity going on. There's a lot of equitable carries <laughs> and touches in the Niners offense. Longtime listener, first time mailbag, huge Cornhusker fan, and I enjoyed your take on Scott Frost. He was an awesome player and good small uh, school coach, but just isn't making it happen, Lincoln. Who do you see replacing him or who should? Does Mark Whipple take over? Also rumors of the Iowa State head coach. Well, you guys have Big Ten money and the deal just got signed. So financially, you can go play with the big boys. Now, I would say it's no longer a desirable place as it once was in its heyday, right? When I was a kid, Nebraska, Florida State aren't quite the same. Let's just let's just call a spade a spade. But if you're willing to pay, money talks and shit walks. Ask Greg Norman and the Saudis. So m- money always talks. Now, Iowa State can pay him a lot of money, and I'm pretty sure he makes a lot of money. Is Nebraska that much better of a job than Iowa State? Now you'd argue... The Big 12 doesn't really exist with Texas and Oklahoma, so him going to the Big 10 might be a smart move. Midwestern guy, makes some sense. How about Luke Fickle? Another kind of Midwestern guy. You know, I, I, I don't know. I'm just throwing some names out there. I also said on last podcast that Scott Frost is a good guy. I don't know. I just kind of was ranting and raving, so that came out of my mouth. I've actually heard from NFL people, they, they can't stand him. Uh, the program he runs is not NFL friendly. It's one of the worst visits in the league, uh, just from they hold your hand, they kick you out of practice. And think about this. The best visit historically in the league is Alabama. Programs like Clemson and Ohio State, they open their doors and do anything for the NFL. Lincoln Riley, Jimbo Fisher, right? This. So if you're a bad visit, I red flag the shit out of you. I, I talked to several people that are not big Scott Frost fans. I don't think there are going to be many people in NFL circles that will be sad when he gets fired. Because let's face it, he's getting fired. He's terrible. Kick off week one with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with the code COLIN to get in on the action. Then you can turn game day into payday all season long. Here are two games that I don't like, I love. The 49ers right now about minus seven against the Chicago Bears. I think that is blowout city. 
The Arizona Cardinals, while they are home hosting the Chiefs, are dealing with a ton of injuries in offense. Rondale Moore, Zach Ertz. I like the Chiefs big in this game. I think the Chiefs have a chance to win the Super Bowl. I think the Chiefs have a point to prove early and often, and I love them in this game, even on the road. Play your way and bet on more than just the final score. Wager on everything from touchdowns to total yards to catches. Don't fumble your chance to get $150 in free bets. Win or lose with promo code Colin. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Iowa, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bet $5. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 533-42-ARIZONA, 1-888-789-7777, or visit ccpg.org slash chat, Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER, or visit fanduel.com slash RG, Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia, 1-877-770-STOP, Louisiana, or 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York, Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-888-9789, Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700, Wyoming. Visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, 
roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Sometimes it's a struggle between buying what you want over buying what you need. But with the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can do both. You earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you can earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like those new golf clubs you've been eyeing. And 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a divot repair tool for after you've torn up your lawn. Let's try that again. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like workout equipment for your home. And then earn 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller to soothe your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the active cash credit card. It's ready when you are. With unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Mailbag question. Football has evolved in the last 20 years from feature backs to plug and play backs to feature wide receivers. What do you see as the big evolution in the game in the next 20 years? You know... No clue. I I can't even... I just think we're going to stay pretty offensive heavy. Um, I mean, I don't really know what else they can do of regulating the hitting. You know, you're never going to regulate the trenches. I'm not sure the running game ever really comes back because of the talent and the influx of of passers that come in the league and wide receivers. But there is just a, uh, you know, a cyclical nature to anything in life. It's no different than any marketplace uh, it just, things kind of rotate. They go up and they go down. Things change. So I, I'd be lying if I told you I knew. Uh, honestly, I don't really even think about it. I, I'm more living in the present with the league. I'm not one of those philosophers when it comes to where football is going. Not that I don't care, but I kind of don't care. When it happens, I'll just roll with it. Uh, it's out of my control, but all, I mean... To be pretty candid, I have no clue. I, I would say I don't know how much more change can really happen because I don't think we're ever going to go back to like big big hitting safeties or like field goal kickers will be able to hit 80-yard field goals, so kicking more field goals. I I don't know. Big fan of the work. Uh, appreciate it. Question. Do you think Nebraska moving to the Big Ten hurt them? Do you feel if they stayed in the Big 12, they would have been better? I think they would have been better in the Big 12 for sure. The problem is financially they made the right move. The Big 12 is not going to exist. I know they've added some teams, but give me a break. It's like the Pac-12. Once you lose USC and UCLA, like, I'm sorry, it's over. Once you lose Texas and Oklahoma, it's done. You're basically the Mountain West on steroids. So I think looking back, they made the right move. They are part of the partnership with all the money. All these teams, they're getting 80, 90 million dollars a year. I mean, the Big 12 had to add like fucking Cincinnati and UCF. They're, they're with Michigan and Ohio State. <laughs> so I, 
Did it hurt them a little? For sure. Did they have to make the move? I think they did. I, I really do. Now, if Nebraska and Colorado had stayed, does Texas, I, I think Texas and Oklahoma are going to the SEC no matter what. I, I think one thing moving forward, and it's probably always been like this, but now the money is so big in so many of these different industries, it's just follow the money. And I, I, I really don't think they had a choice. Now, they're not going to win as much. Clearly, they're struggling. But, and maybe you could argue with the internet, like their success happened pre-internet. Post-internet, I, I see it on the West Coast. Hell, I, I'm in Scottsdale, Arizona right now. It, it is a, the state of Arizona is a really, really good recruiting bed. A ton of star players come from this state. A lot of them go to the SEC. A lot of them go to the Big Ten. I think Taylor Luan, Arizona guy, went to Michigan. You know, so it's just the world's so fucking flat now with the internet that I I, I just, when Tom Osborne was kicking ass and taking names in 1996, just kind of a, we lived in a different world. I mean, I'm answering mailbag questions from Instagram right now. Tom Osborne would be like, what? What's that? Uh, Question. How do you score that dime piece you're walking around with? She's smiling in the background right now. Just kidding. Well, what do you think of the Raiders' chances of realistically matching their 10-win mark from last year? I know it's only preseason, but the team looks buttoned up. Their scrubs dominated the Pats' starters. I think the media is blowing the Chargers again, and I'm not sold on them being elite. Well, you know, I'm a bald, good-looking guy, to answer the first part of the question. And I'm a great podcaster. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I would say on the Raiders, they just have a major question mark in their offensive line. They also have a new coach. Now, so do the Broncos. I think the Chargers roster, we can't argue it's legit. I mean, the Chargers roster, I, I, trust me, I'm a, you, you won't meet many people that talk more, you know what, about Brandon Staley than me. But I have to acknowledge, the Chiefs will acknowledge, everyone in the NFL will acknowledge, their roster is top-notch when healthy. Again, I mean, it's on paper. But it's better than the Raiders. And Justin Herbert is a better player than Derek Carr. That's also not arguable. And I'm a Fresno State guy. I'm, I'm a Derek Carr fan. He's really become a very, very solid quarterback. Justin Herbert's a star. So if the Chargers are good on defense, now they have a franchise history of underachieving. And to me, it starts at the top. Dean Spanos is one of the cheapest guys in the league. And whatever he does as an owner, you know, just has an impact on his franchise because they've underachieved my entire life beside 1994 when they played the 49ers in the Super Bowl. And that was shit, Junior Seau and Rodney Harrison. Uh, so, I, yeah, I mean, I, I like the Raiders this year. I, I think Denver would be in some trouble. Question for the pod. TB12 as a buck is 0-4 versus the Saints in the regular season. Do you think that trend continues, or maybe it has something to do with Sean Payton, or are there other factors with him no longer being there? It's hard to tell. I mean, I, I people keep saying, like, Middlecoff, you hate New Orleans. What's your deal? It's like, yeah, they had a $15 million coach. He's now on television. Like, I, I'm sorry, I don't look at you the same with Dennis Allen. You're like, well, Jameis, yeah, Jameis was pretty good. But also, Sean Payton was there. He's their offensive coordinator. He's one of the best coaches in the league. So you remove Sean Payton, you insert Dennis Allen, who, like, I saw him with the Raiders. Now, his team is way better than that Raider team, but Dennis Allen's kind of a stiff. You know who's not a stiff? Sean Payton's like the offensive Bill Parcells. He's an ass kicker. 
Like, I, I'm sorry, I'm just, I, I can't take you as seriously with Dennis Allen. So it's hard. Now, Dennis Allen played a big role because their defense was awesome against Tom Brady. But now Dennis Allen is no longer just the defensive coordinator. He's the head coach. It's a lot different. I say the same thing about Todd Bowles. It's a lot different when you only have to deal with half the team than when you deal with the whole team. And every issue is your problem. A guy gets a DUI on offense. If you're the defense coordinator, who cares? Michael Thomas is getting uh, surgery on company time because he's going to vacation on his own time. That's not your problem if you're Dennis Allen. Now that is. Any guy that gets Alvin Kamara, that situation is now Dennis Allen's problem. So I, I just, that gives me pause with the Saints. And, and maybe he turns his career around. But I, I, I don't know. I don't really see it. My Broncos seem to have neglected the right tackle position. Spending money on premium picks for years, whether it's George Payton or Elway, now they have a decent but often injured Billy Turner. But either way, I'm curious what conversations look like behind the scenes when the GM and the coach, when there's a position fans are clamoring for them to address and they continually don't. I know every situation's different, but in general, delusion thinking their guy is better than he actually is, or is it more a specific cap issue or something that they're not aware of the fact that they may have a hole at the position? If the fans are aware, the team is aware. Like, if your right tackle either has injury problems or is average, the teams teams aren't idiots. Now, I, I think sometimes, here's the problem. There are only so many human beings in this world, let alone this country, that are 6'5 to 6'6, that are 300 to 330 pounds, and that are light on their feet. So, w- the percentage of those people that are that size, that are athletic enough to just be a decent athlete, is small. Then the the factor in those guys could play in the NFL is slim to none. So they're not, you don't grow those guys on trees. It's why, how many elite left tackles are there in the league? Seven, eight? And then the rest of the left tackle, and then another half are just okay starters. How many good right tackles are there in the league? Three or four? The majority of right tackles in the NFL are replaceable players. So there's just, how do you find like Lane Johnson? Like, how do you find Mitchell Swartz, who the Chiefs had forever? It's hard. Like they're just, it's it's easier to find defensive linemen. It's easier to find every position beside offensive tackles and quarterbacks because there just aren't that many of them and there aren't that many good ones. Hey, John, question for the pot. Been a longtime listener and love how you bring up some of your connections with different organizations. What's your take on this next year's quarterbacks in the draft? Who do you think will go high and go to what team? Have you ever heard of Stephen Duncan out of Tarleton State? What's your take on him? I never have, to be honest with you. Uh, I think the two guys at Bama and Ohio State are pretty sweet. Now, the C.J. Stroud is kind of an old-school pocket passer. Throws a beautiful football. Bryce Young is just a star. Here's the problem, though, with Bryce. He's tiny. And listen, we've seen little small quarterbacks be good in the NFL, right? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's 220 pounds. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's like one of the fastest players in NFL history. Bryce is a good athlete, but he's not like run away from you or just like every player. Uh, and he's really, really small. That that picture last year at the Heisman of Bryce, CJ Stroud, and Aiden Hutchinson. I mean, I, I know people that have gone through Alabama that think he's like 5'10", maybe, <laughs> and 175 pounds. So that's those two guys are the best players, but one is not a great athlete in CJ, and the other is just awesome player. CJ's a great player too, but he just can't really move. And teams want guys that can move now. Bryce can, but he's tiny. 
And I think the guy at Kentucky has a lot of people intrigued. Uh, this guy, I the, I kind of teased you guys weeks ago about the dude at Washington State, Cameron Ward. Cameron Ward, uh, guy from Incarnate Word, is supposed to be super talented. One of his coaches there, Coach Patrick Mahomes is Texas Tech. He's a guy to keep an eye on. Uh, Stanford as a quarterback. I'm probably missing some guys. Is it Virginia? I mean, there are like five or six guys that have this class very, very intrigued. So I'm excited. But I also think part of, you know, what makes football or just sports in general is like you got to play out the season. You know, Zion was not the number one prospect in his class. And then the seat, and then basketball happened. You're like, holy shit, right? Sometimes it's just for every, you know, Andrew Luck, there are a lot of times that like, you know, Joe Burrow was not Joe Burrow until that season happened. Baker Mayfield was not Baker Mayfield until the season happened. It's a cool part about sports. Like, you got to play. Like, you got to do it on the field, especially at quarterback. Okay, last question. What's up? Got a gambling question for you. I moved out of Southern California a couple years ago, and lately I've been seeing ads about California legalizing sports gambling this fall. I've heard you say in the past that it was going to be a long time before they did. What do you think about the likelihood as they legalize this upcoming fall? Well, a couple years ago in 2020, it was on the ballot. And in California, I don't know how all these states work. Like I'm in Arizona right now. It's, it's legal. They passed it a couple years ago. In California, the only people that are allowed to gamble are Indians on the tribal land. They have Indian casinos. Now, at those casinos, there are no sports books. And a couple years ago, let's call it, it is what it is. They paid this committee to yank it off the ballot. It never even got voted on. 12 people, they got some payoffs, yanked it off the ballot. Don't blame them. I would do the same thing in their shoes. Well, now they don't have the juice anymore because they California sees the money these other states are making. And it is getting pushed hard like, they're they're no longer going to have the monopoly. And my issue has been like, why do they just get to have the monopoly on gambling? And here's a reality with the Indian casinos. They're run by the Vegas casinos. MGM, uh, the Wynn, like all those people are the people actually running the casino and doing business with them. So it, it's inevitable now. And I, I think I'm a little biased, but I think it passes this fall because they don't have the juice anymore and they would pay any top dollar to get that bad boy yanked off the ballot, it ain't getting yanked off the ballot this time around. And props 27, vote yes if you live in California because gambling's going to be legal. And uh, it's it's I'm I'm a little surprised, yes, because I just thought that you know California is very very corrupt. They they love talking a big game like they're not, but it is. I've lived there the majority of my life, and uh, I, I think the uh, I, I'm I'm a little stunned, but I'm actually pretty confident that it's it's going to pass. And who knows? I, you know, it's all internet based anyway. I, I don't even understand. Like, if I was in business with the Indian casinos, I would just say, let's just fucking build some sports books at our casinos. I, I know the one that I go to a lot, kind of by my mom's house, has one of the best golf courses in Northern California. It's always packed. Put a sports book there. <laughs> just play ball. You know, you lost. It's over. You no longer have the market cornered. Um, you know, I, I think it was like that for a while in Arizona, too. You know, there's tribal land, but they got passed because it's just a little more pro-business, I guess, in in this state than in California. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's uh, it's about time. It's about damn time. So get ready to get ready to get your gamble on in the state of California. Uh, have a good week. Have a good weekend. Headed to uh, Nashville. Can't freaking wait. If you're listening to this, I'm probably already there, about seven deep. So talk to everyone soon. 
Godspeed. See you. Have a good Labor Day. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.